Greeny with Mike Greenberg, the podcast. Back in better than ever, Greeny, presented by Progressive Insurance. Guests on the Goodyear Hotline today. Happy birthday, Brady. We've got a green list in his honor. If you think the NBA is in trouble, we can prove it's not. Plus, Wentz, Washington, and a game four years in the making. Our cup runneth over. Let's go. Oh, a billion five. A billion five spent on the first day, and it isn't even free agency. On the first day of legal tampering. How ludicrous is that? The one thing that makes me laugh is they always say, well, the conversations can begin at 6 p.m. Eastern time on Monday, August 2nd. And by 6.02, they've spent a billion five (laughs) in contracts. Either these are the most impulsive spenders in the history of civilization, or I think there's a little tampering going on before it's legal. One way or another, you've seen all the deals and heard about them. Let's make this Straight Talk, brought to you by Straight Talk Wireless. We get something called a hot list, all of us here at ESPN. I just want to read you through the deals. Atlanta and Trey Young, five-year rookie max, worth up to $207 million. The Thunder and Shea Gilgis-Alexander come to a deal that could be worth up to $207 million. Kyle Lowry, three years in a sign-and-trade to the Heat, $90 million. Chris Paul staying in Phoenix, $120 million. Mike Conley staying in Utah, $72 million. Cavaliers signed center Jarrett Allen to a $100 million deal. Lonzo Ball, four years, $85 million in Chicago. Jimmy Butler is progressing toward a max extension worth up to $184 million. The Knicks re-signed Derrick Rose and Evan Fournier. They signed, what was the money on Fournier? Is that three? No, $43 million was Rose, and they signed uh, Evan Fournier as well. I guess the question that jumps to my mind is, for all of this money, do you think we can play all the games? Like, is that, <laughs> is that an agreement we can make? I'm not asking you to smile much because Lord knows the NBA players don't seem inclined to doing that. But can you at least show up and play when I go to the game? If I put the TV on, if you're getting paid $207 million to play this game, the money that exists. So that's what I meant when I said everyone who thinks the NBA is in trouble. You think they're in trouble? They just spent a, a, a billion dollars in 10 minutes. And free agency hasn't even officially begun. Now, the NBA is not in any level of trouble. The real question is, what are the impactful moves? What will they be? What will they mean? Straight talk, wireless, no contract, no compromise. For the answer to that, let me first off bring in my VP of basketball conversation, and that is the one, the only, Nuno, the proud producer of this program. Nuno, of all the things you saw yesterday, what, which one was the most important to you? I actually think the Kyle Lowry one is uh, because the Knicks did – I don't know what the Knicks did. I don't <laughs> want to get into it. I'm in a good mood, Greeny. I look good today. Oh. I know the radio people can't see it, but like, I you don't do want to look talk, good. I don't want to talk about the Knicks today. Um, at least right well, now. why are the Knicks putting you in a bad mood? Because I, I don't know what to expect from them at this point in time, right? Like, they overachieved last year. They re-signed a lot of their guys, and you know, for I don't, uh, I don't know, did they overpay for Derrick Rose? And then they signed Evan Fournier, who wanted to go back to the Celtics, but they didn't want him. So I don't know how to feel right now. Here's how you should feel. You should feel like maybe this team has finally learned from its past mistakes, which is to hang on to all of this cap space 
because you are convinced that LeBron or someone like LeBron is just around the corner and dying to sign with you because it says Knicks on your jersey and you play at the Garden has not worked for 20 years and it will continue to not work. So if you're building something nice and good and it's working and you add another piece that you like and you continue building a program and then maybe eventually you get yourself to a place where you are one player away and that one player will be inclined to come play for you. Maybe it makes all the sense in the world. No, and I think I've gone to the point with this with this group that's leading the Knicks to kind of trust them, right? I've given them a little piece of my heart. Um, so wait, wait, hold on a second yep. here, because you do look very handsome today, by Thank the you. way, mm-hmm. Nuno, and it's it's confusing me. Or not confusing, but it's distracting. <laughs> it's distracting me. It's but confusing here's, you. I'm not confused. I'm distracted. But here's my point, Nuno, that you just started by saying the Knicks are putting you in a bad mood, and now you told me that you learned to well, trust the people running. Those two things seem contradictory to because me. Because I'm listening to you, and you've made a such an eloquent point and it's kind of swayed me a little. Oh, I like that. So I, you know, you've you're doing a great, a great job. You've you've changed my mind slightly, and I want to trust them, right? Like I want to give them my heart. You know, I've it's been broken so many times that I want to give it to someone, and I, you know, and it's and it's tough. It's a little, it's it's a little uh, hard for me. Um, but long live sports. Is that why you dressed up today? <laughs> yes, exactly. I'm hoping that someone sees me in this pandemic world and is like, you know what? I want his heart. <laughs> no, 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 no. I don't know what is. You do look nice. That's a nice shirt. What is that? I can't tell. What, is that like a? It's like a. It looks like a navy blue shirt, or is it's that a, a navy jacket? Blue shirt. Yeah. Yeah, it looks good. Nuno's and it's, a, it's very svelte these days. Styling today. Yeah, he's lost a bunch of weight. Nuno's feeling good about mm. himself. The question, however, is will he be feeling good about his team? We shall find out. Did the Miami Heat put themselves in the championship conversation yesterday? That's the question. Who's got the answer, Hemba? What's the right answer to that? I don't think the. I mean. The Heat no, are a team. Not that, a compli- it's not a complicated. Is it yes or no? Are they in the championship conversation? I say no. Of course not. Uh, uh, they're not in the championship conversation. Your big three is 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 Jimmy Butler, Kyle Lowry, and Bam Adebayo, and the other guys have Kevin Durant, Kyrie <laughs> Irving, and James Harden. And someone's trying to convince me all of a sudden the Heat are going to win the championship. Who are these people? It's hard for me to believe that what we, what we saw from the heat in the bubble was totally for real. I'm just, I just have to say, like, that's, to me, like, that just feels like so long ago. And based upon what we saw in the playoffs last year, it seems like they need a lot more than Kyle And Lowry. even if it was, mm. you know what didn't exist in the bubble? Kevin Durant, Kyrie Irving, <laughs> and James Harden. Like, you've you got to put together a super team to combat a super team. That's why I hate super teams. The reason I hate super teams is the Heat can go out and make this kind of splashy, impactful move. You want to see if it gives them a chance to win the championship. But the obvious answer is it does not. Those guys can't compete with the Nets. The Nets would have to completely implode. I will include injury as part of that. The Nets would have to completely implode to get beaten by that group. Mm. I would, I would give the Bucks a puncher's chance. They just lost P.J. Tucker, who, whose defense I think was... Important in that series, although it's kind of hard to say that he shut down Kevin Durant when Durant <laughs> scored, what was it, 120 points in those two games, <laughs> yeah. whatever it was. But he is a very good defender and sort of gave that team some oomph. But, you know, they didn't lose any of their quote-unquote big three, so you give them a puncher's chance. I want to see what Philly is going to wind up doing with Ben Simmons. That feels to me to be important. Let's see what Atlanta is. I, I, 
hard for me to they made it to the conference final last year. Uh, that felt like overachieving, mm-hmm. and, and injuries seemed to be a, a significant part of that. But, I mean, the Nets are so prohibitive a favorite there that it makes the rest of it feel a tad unimportant. And that is the worst thing about super teams, is they make everything else seem insignificant. And that's a terrible place for any sports league to be. Do you agree with that? I do. You want to get excited about your team signing Kyle Lowry. The baseline should not be, could we, with Kyle Lowry, beat a team that could be a dynasty? The, the point should be, you know, should we have a chance? And the answer should be yes. It's a nice finishing piece. But you and I see it the same way. I think the answer is no. And, and Bubba, it is nice to see you again. You were on vacation mm. all of last week, so I've not had a chance to say hello to you in a long time. And I had the day off yesterday. I, I took that one day. I did not I did not choose to take it on a Wednesday, your typical play. Uh, but I hope, I trust and hope that all is well with you and you were excited by all of the moves made in free agency yesterday. Yeah, no, I mean, the tough thing was uh, Baez got hurt, and I'm trying to figure out what's going on with that because the Mets have so many injuries, and he came, he stayed in the game, but, I mean, I don't know. It's tough because he hit a home run on his first game, but we're getting there. That is outstanding NBA insight from the one and only Bubba, who you may not realize long before he uh, started this very successful career in radio production. He, he was actually an NBA analyst. He, he was a highly paid. It was basically, it was Jeff Van Gundy, Doris Burke, and then Bubba. He was number three on our, on our totem pole there, our food chain. And, uh, and as a consequence uh, of that, he brings you that kind of basketball insight mm. like that. The, the injury to Javi Baez of the Mets uh, is pretty much on his mind. I'm Greeny. I'm presented by Progressive Insurance. Progressive makes bundling easy and affordable. Get a multi-policy discount by combining your car, home, motorcycle, commercial, auto, and more. All your protection in one place. Bundle and save at Progressive.com. Meanwhile, the most passionate fan I know delivered an impassioned plea on ESPN yesterday, and you absolutely have to hear it next. You will, right here on ESPN Radio. KJZ. Here's what's going to happen to Zach Wilson. As long as he is a playoff-type quarterback, he can have that Philip Rivers-type career. The NFL season never ends on Keyshawn, J. Will, and Zubin. Get the latest tomorrow morning starting at 6 Eastern on ESPN Radio and on ESPN2. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. We all carry around different stressors. I do, you do, we all do. Big, small, and when we keep them bottled up, as I sometimes have had happen in the past, it can start to affect us negatively. Therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. It's helpful for learning positive coping skills and how to set boundaries. It empowers you to be the best version of yourself. It isn't just for those who have experienced major trauma. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash Greeny today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash Greeny, G-R-E-E-N-Y.
For the ones who get it done, Granger offers high-quality supplies and solutions for every industry, as well as access to product specialists who have the knowledge and experience to answer your toughest questions. Plus, their commitment to being your safety partner can help you keep your facility safe and your people safer. Call ClickGranger.com or just stop by. Greeny, the podcast. This is Greeny, presented by Progressive Insurance. My guest on the Goodyear Hotline. In 30 seconds, you will hear the most passionate fan we know deliver an impassioned plea. You won't want to miss it. That's in 30 seconds. After this word from California Almonds, country versus country, you versus the home printer. No matter the competition, you need natural fuel. And almonds are exactly that fuel for the best you. Almonds are natural, energy-packed, stay-on-task, feel-good fuel to power you through. A handful of almonds have six grams of plant-based protein. They're also an excellent source of vitamin E and magnesium. Can't get any easier to feel good so you can feel good. So whether you're podium topping or printing at home, almonds are natural fuel for the best you. California almonds own your everyday, every day. Well, we were just talking about some of the moves made during the NBA's first day of free agency. Again, a billion five spent <laughs> yesterday on the first day of legal tampering, which I don't know how anyone says anymore with a straight face. But one way or another, a lot of fans of the New York Knicks, I think, are, like we heard from Nuno earlier today, a tad disappointed with what that team did or did not do. Stephen A. Smith yesterday was on the jump and said, just hold on to your hat because they may not be done yet. Listen. If Damian Lillard wants out of Portland, and I'm not sure he does yet, his number one choice is going to be the New York Knicks. Really? Heard it right here. Ooh, inside scoop. His number one choice is going to be the New York Knicks. Mm. Now, not over Portland. He's trying to stay yeah, there. Right. If it can work out. But if he decides to leave, I'm betting the house. Ooh. It's the New York Knicks that he'll want to go to. Now, if you're the New York Knicks. couple houses. Where, where's, where's the camera? Where? Steve, there you go. Leon Rose. <laughs> Worldwide West William Wesley. Scott Perry. Tom Thibodeau. I don't want to hear cap space and picks. You give Portland what the hell they asked for. <laughs> when Stephen A. goes into that one, there's a lot of different Stephen A.'s, and that's one of my favorite Stephen A.'s when he goes into that voice. You give him what the hell they asked for, and that, uh, my handsome friend Nuno, is obviously the case. Yes, you are holding out hope, and I'm here to tell you that I do not think it is inconceivable that the end product of this will be the New York Knicks winding up with Damian Lillard. I've been telling you that for a while. How do you feel? There's a little glimmer of hope there, like that that it could happen. It's just going to take a little bit longer, right? So we might have to wait till, uh, you know, the the trade deadline for him to be like, okay, guys, this isn't working out. It's time for me to move on. I I believe it's going to happen. I think I was it. How many weeks ago was it that I told you that if Damian Lillard does decide to force his way out of Portland, that the Knicks make a lot of sense? Because why is he doing it? He's doing it to try and win. Well, you want to get out of the West. Right. If your goal is to win, you want to get out of the West. And the West just keeps on getting better, and Portland is not part of it. Denver got better. The Lakers got better. Um, you know, Utah kept their guys together. These teams are going to get better. Phoenix is young and, and stayed together and kept Chris Paul. Portland is as far away from winning the West as you can be right now. He's got to feel light years away. So I love Dame Lillard. I've loved him going back to when he was in college at Weber State. I think that he is going to make up his mind that he needs to get out of there. I think he doesn't want to, but I think he'll recognize that he has to. You think that happens this offseason or during the season? Well, 
he's in Tokyo now. Mm-hmm. And that's the one piece of this that makes me think maybe it still could happen this offseason. That he's there. His plate is kind of full. He's busy with other stuff. When he comes back and he has a little time to sort of gather his wits around him, maybe under normal circumstances, you would say if he was going to do this, he would have done it before the draft. He would have done it before free agency began. But the Olympics, I think, are kind of um, sort of an unusual thing in the mix because they could change the time. He's busy. Like, he's got stuff he's doing. They're, you know, they just beat Spain while you were sleeping last night. Ricky Rubio scored like 38 points or something, right? So, but, but the U.S. won, so they're moving on. Um, and, and they're going to win the gold medal. And, and Damian Lillard will be justifiably excited of that and proud of it. And then he'll come home and he'll have a little, you know, Olympic high. And then he'll be sitting there and he'll be looking at the landscape and he'll say, okay, so wait a minute, go over this with me again. Who'd we get? And, and who did they get? And so they've got, what is that? The Lakers got who? And now they've got, and, then, and, and I've got what? And I think it is not inconceivable that he makes up his mind that he needs out this offseason. And how many prime years do you think he has left? You mentioned many. Like, he's 31 now. Do you think he can give you three or four more good years, oh, prime years? Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. The way, NBA, the way professional athletes today take care of their bodies, the, the, the advancements that have been made in their understanding of rest, of nutrition, of this, that, and the other, these careers have been elongated. It's, it's the primary reason that we have load management. Aside from guys like Kawhi, the, 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 the primary reason that players want to load manage is they have business interest in that. They have people in their lives telling them, if you do these things, you can lengthen your career, your prime, the period of time in which you'll be getting paid huge money by another two or three years. That's $100 million to these guys. Chris Paul just got, what did I say his deal was again? Chris it Paul was four years, one twenty, right? Is, is is four? He's thirty six years old. <laughs> he's five years older than than is. Yeah, his deal is four years, one twenty. He's five years older than Damian Lillard. Damian Lillard not only figures to then in five years still be a top level. He figures to be worth thirty million dollars or whatever the equivalent of that is then, which could easily be a billion dollars. <laughs> Yeah, although if he plays for the Knicks next year with Tom Thibodeau, he will absolutely lead the NBA in minutes. That you can book. Yes, and, and they all do. And, and that's, look, that's the, what the sport in theory should be, or at least it's what it used to be. And I don't know if it will continue to be or not. Uh, one way or another, we will see. Uh, this is Greeny, all our guests on the Goodyear Hotline, helping you discover the road ahead. Goodyear, more driven. Much more hoops as we continue. Well, let's get now to some other big news. The Scoop. You know the scoop on Carson Wentz. He had surgery on his foot yesterday. Now, I've been covering sports a very long time. I can't recall the last time I heard a team say he's going to be out 5 to 12 weeks. That is quite a delta. The season starts for them five weeks from Sunday. The actual NFL kickoff of the season is five weeks from Thursday night, Dallas at Tampa. And then Sunday and Monday, obviously, everyone else plays. So that's five weeks. So in theory, if he's able to come back in five weeks, he could be back for the first game or second game or third game. If, if that's going to be the case, you don't need to do anything. They have backups. They have a kid named Jacob Eason from Washington that they drafted a couple of years ago. This is his second year. You live, in, you know, you live with that. You hope that he, he plays well enough to win you a game. And even if he doesn't, it's a week or two. To me, the much more interesting piece of this is if they determine it's going to be longer. Five to 12 weeks. 12 weeks puts you almost halfway through the season. That puts you in a place where if you do not have representative quarterback play, your season is over. 
especially if we look at the first five games they have. We showed those to you on TV this morning on Get Up. Their first five games are brutal. Every team they play in the first five games had a winning record last year. It is actually, by last year's schedule, the hardest first five games that any team in the league has. So if they should figure out pretty quickly, thank you for putting that up on the screen for us here. For those of you listening with me on the radio here, they play Seahawks, Rams, at Titans, at Dolphins, at Ravens. That's their first five games. If you're 0-5, you're buried and you're done, especially in a division where the Titans figure to be good. So what does that mean? That means if he's hurt and you determine it's going to be on the longer side, you have to make a move. You have to make a move for a veteran quarterback. I'm going to give you two compelling options. Tony Kornheiser said yesterday on PTI they should sign. They should sign Phillip Rivers. Bring him back out of retirement. Let someone else coach that high school football team. He knows the offense. Let him play the first half of the season. And then cut him loose whenever Carson Wentz comes back. But I kind of like that idea. You, you do. You like, you like that idea. I like that idea based upon the other alternative, certainly. Well, let me give you the other alternative. Please. The other alternative is a fellow who's got a statue outside the stadium in Philadelphia, who led that team with Frank Reich as the offensive coordinator and everything else to a Super Bowl championship. And so my question to you, Hembo, and I'll start with you, I'll make this the question of the day. You ask these questions. Greeny's question of the day. If you were the Colts and you were to determine that Carson Wentz is going to be out on the longer side of this, he's going to miss maybe the first half of the season, would you, would you trade next to nothing, which is what it's going to take, to get Nick Foles? I would, tr- I would trade for any other backup quarterback except for Nick Foles. There are still people in Philadelphia that very much believe that Nick Foles winning the Super Bowl that year with Carson Wentz's team broke Carson Wentz. He's never been the same player as he was before, and they have a reasonably good relationship, but there is no chance that I'm bringing Nick Foles into my building given their history. Bubba, let me turn to you because many of you may not realize it, it, mm. it, the insight into this should be fascinating because um, prior to his career in radio broadcasting, I don't know if you know this, but Bubba was a therapist. He, he worked with people on this sort of thing. He was a, um, you know, worked in clinics and things like that. So you understand the psychology of this stuff as well as anybody. Do you believe... It would be the the end of Carson Wentz in Indy if they were to bring in Nick Foles. Yes. Because? Because he can handle it. <laughs> That's it. See, sometimes it's as simple as that. That's the beauty of Bubba, that he cuts to the chase. He, it would be the end of him because he can't handle it. And there's nothing so wrong with that. That is a unique circumstance. So here's what I would say. You brought... Carson Wentz there to be your quarterback because you believe he is the guy who you you believe that Frank Reich is the guy who can rehabilitate his confidence, which to Hembo's point was clearly shattered by the way things went in Philadelphia and turn him into the quarterback. He looked like he had the potential to be. And I actually think it's a decent roll of the dice. I think there's a, a chance that that will happen. The worst mistake you could ever make would be bringing in Nick Foles, even if it won you a few games. Because in the long run, you would be winning a few battles to absolutely lose the war. You would have to count on Nick Foles to be your quarterback for the rest of this season and probably forever. I think it would be the end of Carson Wentz's NFL career as a starting quarterback if they were to do that. And I don't mean that critically. Like Mike Tannenbaum, when we brought this up on TV this morning, was, what are you talking about? You want him to be a field general. You don't want him to, you don't want him to be worried about the backup. Brett Favre wouldn't be. Well, he's not that. 
What we've figured out for certain is Carson Wentz is not that. This stuff did get to him. The criticism got to him. The Foles winning the Super Bowl of it all got to him. Maybe the injuries got to him. The toughness of the town, Philadelphia, tough sports market. Everybody is aware of it. It got to him. We're acknowledging it got to him. He's not Brett Favre. He's not Aaron Rodgers. Not only is he not as good as those guys, but he's not in a position right now to just put all that stuff behind him. You went out and got him because you're going to bring him back. And if you bring in Nick Foles, you'd be working backwards. You'd be working against your own best interest. I strongly believe that. And I do not for one minute believe that is a criticism that that is saying something critical of Wentz. Everyone in life has their weak points. Everyone in life has their, has the places that they have their Achilles heel. And that obviously is his. That would be a terrible situation. Did you know the Straight Talk Wireless has rolled out 5G coverage nationwide and that you can get a Samsung Galaxy A32 5G for only $299, no contract? It's all on America's best networks. Straight Talk Wireless, 5G-capable device required. Actual availability, coverage, and speed may vary. By the way, are you aware? Sneaky Big News. That this Wentz thing might actually impact the Philadelphia Eagles? Hembo doesn't like this. The Eagles have built a lot of their plans for this offseason around having three first-round picks next year. The two they already have and the one they're supposed to get back from Indianapolis for Carson Wentz. But there's a little-known codicil in the Faber College Constitution that states that Wentz has to play a certain percentage of the snaps this year in order for that to be a first-round pick, otherwise it becomes a second-round pick. And that first-round pick they don't get could easily be the difference between them getting Deshaun Watson or not, them getting Russell Wilson or not, them getting Aaron Rodgers or not. That is a sneaky, huge story. And if you're thinking, well, I haven't heard Rodgers in connection to Philadelphia, yes, you have, or at least you're about to. Peter King, in his Football Morning in America column, wrote, Denver is a perfect team for Rodgers in 22. I'm sure Carolina, Philadelphia, and Washington will enter the fray if and when Green Bay trades him. Shefty also mentioned that he could see the Eagles pursuing Rodgers when he was on 97.5 The Fanatic last month. Shefty brought it up, and as I've told you many times, I am the Shefty whisperer. He doesn't just say things. So the Eagles, I think they're in a pretty good spot, which is to say, I think they've got a chance that Jalen Hurts winds up being a really good quarterback. And if he does, if he is, then that's the best of all possible worlds. You got a second round pick making no money, and he becomes your quarterback. Fabulous. And you have all these first round picks. You can use them here, there, and anywhere. You can do any number of things with them. But if Hertz doesn't play well, then you figure you're going to get another high first round pick, and you package all the stuff you've got, and you turn that into Deshaun Watson, Russell Wilson, Aaron Rodgers, or someone like that. So maybe this Carson Wentz injury winds up impacting them. In a negative way, quickly, my Philadelphia fan, Hembo, how big a deal is that to you? It's a, it's a massive deal. How many times this offseason have we had the conversation, the Eagles are a better position to trade for any of these quarterbacks because of those three first-round picks? Well, obviously, the Wentz injury impacts that massively and changes all of the math. Like every, Eagles fans calling the radio right now are so upset because we're paying Carson Wentz $30 million this year to play for another team. The least he can do is play 75% of the snaps for us. You're paying him $30 million now to not play That's for right. another team. <laughs> 
<laughs> and that, oh that is a pretty brutal little situation. All right, meanwhile, there's just something I wanted to know. I need you to listen carefully. I just want you to know. I said this a million times. I, I wrote a book called Why My Wife Thinks I'm an Idiot, and, and it is because there is not... I, I believe there are two kinds of married women in America. I've been saying this now for... Uh, I wrote that book in... Well, the book was published in 2006, but I actually wrote it well before that. And I did a lengthy book tour with that book, and I discovered there are two kinds of women in America, the married women in America, those who think their husbands are idiots, and those who are lying to you. <laughs> and this weekend, Hembo finally found out that was true. So I want to set the scene on something that happened to my main man, Hembo. You've been married, what, almost going on two years almost, now? Almost two years. Going on two years. There's delightful wife, Lizzie, who is away where? She is in Tallahassee on a work trip. She works for First Take. They're on a site survey in Tallahassee, Florida. So she, she works for ESPN. It's where they met. And she is in Tallahassee. Hembo is left home alone, and he has one job. Your one job is to take care of who? Our dog. The dog. What's the dog's name? His name is Chase, named after Chase Utley. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> a hilarious aside. <laughs> so anyway, you got one job. Take care of the dog in your house. Without your wife's presence. Mm-hmm. And in the one day. One day. This took place yesterday. What happened? You know, my, like you used to say, like, my dog ate my homework. This, this is much, much worse. My dog knocked over a full glass of water onto my brand new work laptop. Greeny, I'm using the backup today. It's been a very painful morning. I'm livid at Chase. But what can I do? One day, my wife is gone, and I can't, for one day, do something without... And, like, this is terrible. Like, he, you literally destroyed your own I, ability to work when you came in this morning. Hembo, you have never been. You have been my right-hand man for as long as I can remember. You've never been less helpful to me than you have been today as a consequence of this of your dog, Chase, named after Chase Utley, <laughs> spilling an entire glass of water <laughs> on your company-issued laptop. That's right. So I, I take him outside yesterday. I'm sitting at the—we have this table outside. We have the—we're fenced in. It's, it's as easy as it could possibly be. Just make sure the fence is latched. He comes up to me. Goes up from four to two legs and starts pounding away at the table. Of course, I have the, the, the cup situated right on the corner. Knocks it over. Like, I, this laptop, I'm still setting up. I'm still setting it up. I'm back to my machine from five years ago, Greeny, and I have hardly talked to you today because I can't even access web pages. That's correct. I'm so mad at Hembo is, is at a loss. And so <sighs> my quick question is, when you called your wife, Lizzie, to tell her this had happened, what was her reaction? She doesn't know yet. Well, I, was, I would imagine that's changing right now. <laughs> I would imagine that's changing right now, but I'm going to tell you right now what she's going to say. What is she going to say? There's going to be a pause. Mm -hmm. She's going to give you a look. And that look is a look that every married man has seen. And I don't care how powerful you are. I'll tell you, I'm going to tell you the story. I'm going to tell you the story of absolute proof that every married man alive has seen that look because you can be the most powerful person in the world and still get that look. I've experienced it. I've seen it. Up close and personal, I'll tell you that. Plus, we'll tell you about baseball tonight and a moment four years in the making that will finally take place, and I would love to be there for it. Those are on the way after this word from ZipRecruiter. So according to Forbes, gyms, stores, and more are set to go on an epic hiring spree to meet the pent-up demand for all of these services. Businesses reopening means that millions of jobs will need to be filled. So where do they turn to fill these roles fast? ZipRecruiter. ZipRecruiter's technology is so effective that four out of five employers who post on ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate within the first day. You can try ZipRecruiter for free at this exclusive web address, ZipRecruiter.com slash Greeny, at ZipRecruiter.com slash G-R-E-E-N-Y. Back with the proof next on ESPN Radio.
Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Greeny, the podcast. My name is Greeny, and I'm brought to you by Samsung Galaxy. Reddit user Ja1073 says, you got to look yourself in the mirror and ask, am I ready for this life? You won't be able to go back to mediocre after this. Are you ready for this life? Find out at samsung.com slash reserve. I'm ready to go right now. Green light, green light. with Greeny. Give me the green light. I'm going to give myself the green light to tell you that tonight we will see a game that is four years in the making, and I would love to be there. The Astros and the Dodgers in L.A in a rematch of the 2017 World Series. This will be Houston's first time playing at Dodger Stadium with fans since news of the Astros' sign-stealing scandal broke in November of 2019. Now, the Astros have been, well, I don't want to say they've been lucky. It's been a pandemic. But the Astros have, through a series of circumstances, escaped a lot of the venom that many people have stored up. When they came to the Bronx to play the Yankees, at what stage were we then in terms of fans? What were there, like 5,000 people in the building or something? 10,000? Yeah, like only like 20 or 25% at that point. And they point. made a lot of noise. They sure did. And they had garbage cans and all the rest of that in places that they go. The, the, the Astros are hearing it, and they all skipped the All-Star game. But they can't avoid this. And this is, this is a, could potentially be a World Series preview. In fact, Mr. Hembo here managed to work through his computer issues to give me the odds. <laughs> the Dodgers are three to one to win the World Series, and the Astros are five to one. Are those the two favorites? The two favorites. So this may very well be a World Series preview. Wouldn't that be something? But I would love to be there for that tonight. I've said it before, and I'll say it again. If you are a fan, then tonight here's the recipe: wear out a lung booing these guys. I'm all for that. I'm all for creative slash fun ways of demonstrating this. You got a creative sign. You want to bang a garbage can, whatever it is you want to do, I'm all good with. Just bear in mind, and something shouldn't even need to be said out loud, but in the world in which we live, you feel like you have to. If you do anything that encroaches upon the game, if you do anything that endangers the safety of anyone involved, anyone in the stands, anyone on the field, anyone in a dugout, 
then you've just made yourself the problem. So no one even consider doing that. That's not funny. It's not cute. It's not payback. It's not anything. It's disgraceful. But everything short of that, I'm all in on. In fact, I'd like to think some, I, I wish I'd thought of this before the show today, but like what creative thing could you do as a fan? Like what would be fun that, that we haven't seen necessarily a lot of? I remember when A-Rod went back to Seattle from Texas, weren't there people who had like dollar bills on a fishing line? Am I remembering that? Like <laughs> or, someone holding up a, a yeah, fishing so the line? Yeah, or there's a money gun or something. Yeah, but so, something like that Something like sure. that. Yeah, that's right. Something creative. That's, right. that's what I'm looking for. Like demonstrate your, these guys cheated you out of a World Series. They won the World Series. They beat your team in the World Series by cheating. That has been documented. It's not an allegation. And they all got away with it. And they got away with it. But even that doesn't matter. The fact that they got away with it doesn't change the fact. The fact that they cheated me out of seeing my team win a World Series, I'm showing up ready. And do you think that we'll see any retaliation? Do you think we'll see the players? Obviously, the players have turned over a lot since 2017. But you think when Jose Altuve comes up there to the plate, he's going to be thinking about the possibility of up and in? You tell me. My guess is that they'll play it straight. I'm guessing that the fans will be into it. I think they'll play it straight. But it would not stun me if, like, all it takes in a baseball game is one thing to go, you know, to go sideways a little bit, and the players get edgy, and they run hot. Obviously, should that happen, I think what we'll get is fireworks. This, to me, is the best subplot of the entire season, and the fact that they might very well meet in the World Series would be something else. Yeah, again, so it's a game that is four years in the making, and I sure would love to be there with everybody in L.A. tonight. Greeny presented by Progressive Insurance. You could save big when you bundle your auto, home, motorcycle, RV, or boat. Visit Progressive.com. Meanwhile. Just going to sit back and have a little story time. Tell me a story. So I told you, Hembo's an idiot, and I mean that with, uh, with, with, with all due respect because you're a husband now and husbands are idiots. I wrote a book called Why My Wife Thinks I'm an Idiot. And, you know, Hembo's wife went away for one day and he managed to have his dog spill a full glass of water all over his brand new company issued laptop. And you have not yet seen your wife since this happened. I'm here to tell you exactly what's going to happen when you do. You're going to tell her this happened. And there's going to be a pause. And there's going to be a knowing nod. Uh Uh-huh. Yeah. And what she's really thinking down deep inside is, seems about right. (laughs) And she's going to walk away. And she is going to call someone on the phone, another woman in her life. I don't know who it is. It depends on it. could be a close friend, a sister, a mother. It could be anything. And she's going to say, and I quote, you're not going to believe what that idiot did now. (laughs) That's a sentence spoken by every married woman a minimum of once a month. And I can tell you this happens even if you're the most powerful person in the world. 2008, July of 2008, Mike and I invited to the White House by President George W. Bush to be a part of his T-ball game. Before the game starts, we are presented to the president and the first lady. Mike and I are in this little holding room with like John Smoltz and Ryan Sandberg and parenthetically it was awesome. But anyway, (laughs) then a member of the Coast Guard comes and gets the two of us, Mr. Greenberg, Mr. Golick, will you follow me? And we're following and he's got a little card in his hand. Upon, upon which is written our names, and he is going to say, Mr. President, Mrs. Bush, these are so-and-so and so-and-so. We come around the corner. We see the two of them standing there. And President Bush says, and I quote, Hey, Mike and Mike, all right. Much heavier accent than I was expecting. But in the moment, it throws the Coast Guard guy. He doesn't know what to do because it's obvious the president knows who we are. He's already identified us by first name only. And not given any indication what we do or why we're there. But the Coast Guard guy freezes. Mrs. Bush, because she's very polite and friendly, wants to greet us warmly and appropriately. 
but she has no idea who we are. And she realizes it is her husband, the leader of the free world, the president of the United States, who has made the mistake. And she gives him a look, a little knowing nod. Uh-huh. Seems about right. And the three of us looked at each other, me, Golik, and President Bush. And we all knew. We all knew what all married men do. And that night, she picked up the phone. She called someone, and she said, you're not going to believe what that idiot did now. He's the president of the United States. But at the end of the day, he's just a married man. (laughs) We're back in just a moment. This is Greeny on ESPN Radio. Thanks for listening to Greeny, the podcast. You can listen live each weekday morning at 10 Eastern on ESPN Radio and see it with the video on ESPN+. Also catch Greeny on Get Up weekday mornings at 8 on ESPN and also available wherever you get your podcast.